0: Hello and welcome to A Dame's Quest. I'm Madeline Honeg, your host. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite places in China, Chengdu. Uh, Chengdu is in the province of Sichuan. When a friend of mine came to me and asked if I wanted to learn Chinese and then go to China a few months later, I was all for it. China is a really good idea. I absolutely love China. Trying to learn it in six months was not as good of an idea I learned. But now that I'm still trying to learn it, it's a good excuse to have to go back. So I just bought a plane ticket back to China, not to Chengdu, but to China uh, for next December, which I'm really excited about. Chengdu was chosen by me because we wanted to go see the research base of the giant pandas. What I learned from that is that there's a lot more to see in Chengdu than I had even, Even hoped it was again one of my favorite stops. So the cost To go to China. I flew business class Um, This time it was about three thousand dollars round trip to Beijing Uh, From Beijing we flew into Chengdu. We actually went to Lijiang and then Chengdu Um, Each each one of those one-way tickets were about a hundred to two hundred dollars You could also take the train which is more economical However, I wasn't sure what the situation would be like and the train rides seemed um, quite long and many of them overnight, which since I didn't know what to expect, I decided it would be best to to take flights. Hotels in China are ridiculously cheap. We stayed in hotels that were anywhere from $30 to $40 a night. Um, We went to go see... Uh, the Ritz-Carlton, and I out of curiosity I decided to look how much it was to stay at the Ritz-Carlton. It's about $130, $140 a night, which compared to U.S. hotels is quite inexpensive. So if you had the budget, by all means go stay in the nicest place um, that you couldn't n- normally afford. Other than that, those hotels we were staying in for $30 a night were quite fine. I had no problem with them. Uh, The food that we, we ate was anywhere from about $3 to $20. We did have a really nice dinner in Beijing. We had Peking duck. It was a super nice restaurant. I started freaking out because we had drinks and we had side dishes and duck and all kinds of stuff. And I thought it would be super expensive and the bill came. And I think it was about $85, $90. It was really not nearly as much as I thought it would be. So back to Chengdu, we stayed in the shopping district, which was great, don't get me wrong. Our hotel was actually across the street from a Louis Vuitton and a Prada, so you can imagine how nice of a neighborhood this is. However, it had more of an American or even more of a European feel to me than it really did a Chinese feel. If I was to do this again, I would probably stay closer to the river side But the the shopping district was quite cool. The reason I chose it is because I read that it was quite lively at night, which it was. You would go walking around all the shops and there's all kinds of vendors on the street and people are around and there's all kinds of little snacks you can stop and get. There's a bunch of art galleries in the area as well. It is a really cool area. Also, it's very centrally located. Uh, The subway system... Uh, we used quite a bit. We were a little afraid at first, but once we got on it, I realized I could switch it to English and it looked exactly, almost identical to the London Underground, which made me very careful, uh, comfortable, since I have uh, ridden the London Underground a number of times by myself. So the reason why we went to Chengdu to begin with was the Pandas, uh, and specifically the Panda Research Center. Funny story uh, the the one the one word I felt really confident knowing was Xiang Mao, which is panda in Chinese. So I was quite excited to get into a cab and be able to speak Chinese or at least tell tell the cab driver where we were going. Um, little did I know. I said Xiang Mao, he kind of gave me a funny look, and then oh, xiang Mao. I know my pronunciation is off because he kept correcting me and having me repeat again and again. Um, You do need to take transportation of some sort. You can't walk from the main part of Chengdu. But it really is a really simple cab ride and and once you're ready to leave there's a million other cabs waiting for you to, to take a cab back to the city. So I recommend just taking a cab there, taking a cab back. Uh, One tip I picked up before we left is that the pandas sleep during the day. So the best time to get there is right when they get fed, right in the morning. So we were able to get there quite early enough. We saw some awake pandas. They were super cool. One thing I would mention is it is very touristy. And those couple of pandas who are out, everyone there is looking at these pandas. So a lot of the pandas we saw, we were looking through two, three depths with the people. Um, When you get there you're going to realize that you have to walk quite a bit. Uh, They do have a tram so you arrive through uh, the first gates and all the pandas are way up on a hill. They have a tram that goes from the bottom of the hill all the way to the top. The tram was quite crowded and did not come very frequently so we just decided to walk it. It was a fine walk. I'm a pretty active person, the person I was with, the friend I was with is decently active as well and neither of us had a problem with it um however if you're with elderly or or you're not as fit or in shape as um as the average person you might want to take the tram once you get there you will have to do a bit more walking however it'll be on flat ground um there are two kinds of pandas they keep there the red pandas and the giant pandas it's clear that the giant pandas are the big draw that's where everyone is Uh, The red pandas are actually super cute. They're tiny. They kind of look like raccoons, red raccoons. Um, They were actually discovered first, I learned, uh, before the giant pandas. Uh, And they share a lot of the same genes, even though they're a lot smaller. And I learned that because I went to um, some of the informational places and, and the museums, which... I love that kind of stuff and if you do you'll pick up all kinds of information uh, because it's a breeding uh, research center there's a ton of information on their breeding possibly to the point where it could be a little much <laughs> um, but but it was very fascinating um, I don't think the kids who who came to go see the pandas didn't find it as fascinating as some of the adults. Um, at the bottom of the hill, back where the front gates are, there's a number of restaurants. We went into two of them. They were completely empty. There didn't seem to be much service. We weren't sure if we were there too early. Uh, so we just decided there was a little stand outside selling dan dan noodles. So we just had some noodles out there, and they were plenty good. We were able to sit on a bench and and watch the the nature around us and and just eat our noodles and and that was quite quite sufficient enough for us Uh, so enough with pandas on to food and drinks Uh, so Chengdu is in the province of Sichuan and Sichuan is known for their spices Um, I'll tell you right now if you cannot handle your spicy food you're going to be very you're going to want to be very careful when eating in Chengdu everything that we ate pretty much everywhere we went we had a bowl of noodles with a um in a broth that had a um really spicy oil in it um and the oil kind of burns your mouth but sort of in this in this really kind of tingly way that almost feels like a mint numbing kind of way but but with heat it was it it kind of it was delicious and a little painful at the same time. I I can handle a bit of heat. I'm not huge into spicy foods, uh, so I just made sure that I always had water with me. One of the things that I like to do when I travel is go to a rooftop bar. So we searched for one and we found one at the Ritz-Carlton, which is located near the center of the city. Uh, you just take an elevator up and there's a restaurant up there. There's a nice little patio you can go to. It's quite, quite nice. Um, I have been craving a martini since we got there. We attempted to get a few martinis with very little luck. In Le Jing, we ordered a martini. We saw they had martini glasses and, and got quite excited. Uh, so we ordered a martini and it came with a warm brown brownish liquid. Uh, so that was sort of the experience we had with martinis in, in China. We realized we're at the Ritz Carlton. If you're going to get a good martini in China, it's going to be at the Ritz Carlton. So I ordered a martini to be honest. I don't know how you can mess up a martini at the Ritz Carlton. It just, it, it just wasn't what I was expecting or what I was hoping for. Bottom line, if you're in China, don't expect to drink a martini. Um, before I close out about uh, Chengdu, one of the must-do, must-must-must-dos in Chengdu is to go see the Sichuan Opera. It is uh, quite quite an experience. The show that we went to, uh, I think we paid a little under $100 and we had the front row seats. It's a combination of show and dance and culture. And and one of the most things, if you don't go for anything else, go for the change of faces show. It's this really cool thing that is in Sichuan history, where they have these masks and they will Uh, do a move and the mask will change. They'll do another move and the mask will change. And you'll be sitting there trying to figure out how they do it. When I came home, I sat on YouTube for a few days trying to research how they do it. And I still have no clue. It's one of those traditions that gets passed on from generation to generation to generation to generation. So this is a very ancient art that is is quite amazing and quite cool. Well, thank you for listening to this episode on Chengdu. Uh, For show notes, and, and more information go to our website adamesquest.com thank you for joining and and please subscribe thank you for joining we'll see you here next time